Welcome to the Do Zone, where entrepreneurs go to get things done. I'm your host, Josh Thomas. You can find me on all social media at JT Literally. Each week, I bring on experts from a variety of backgrounds to share their secrets on how to optimize performance so you can take massive action and crush your goals. If you want to build a slingshot that brings in quick cash and sales for your business in as little as the next seven days, I'm going to give you a simple framework that has worked for me and my clients time and time again at no cost to you. Go to factor1.io now and enter your email for immediate access. Once again, that's factor1.io. Today's guest is Faisal Abid. Faisal is a visionary entrepreneur whose journey is defined by an unyielding commitment to leveraging technology for groundbreaking solutions. With a remarkable 12-year tenure at Google, Faisal's expertise in Google Cloud and his role as a Google developer expert underscore his profound understanding of tech's transformative power. Faisal, welcome to the Do Zone. Tell us something you believe is the key to getting stuff done that most people wouldn't think of. <laughs> it's really funny because a lot of people think it's all about focus and getting it, but it comes down to managing your mental health. If if your mental health is not in the right place, then you are not going to be productive. And it, ju it just kind of starts to spiral and you, you get trapped in the feedback loop of like feeling anxious, feeling like you're not getting stuff done. And it just keeps on going on and on where a lot of like, if you go just search online, you say how to be productive, how to uh, get stuff done. It's like download this calendar app or download this to-do list. But none of those, those are just tools None of that will help you unless you get your mental health sorted and, you know, whatever you need to do, that's the first thing you have to address. The rest will follow. The rest actually is a lot easier once your mental health is in uh, place. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Uh, you can uh, you can use all of the best spices and get all of the best chefs in the world, uh, but they can't make a pile of rocks taste good. Yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, it's funny because every year you start seeing like um, Todoist and Notion and everyone downloading all these popular apps and they're like, okay, well, you know, this is my year. This is how I'm going to do it. And they set up Notion in the per most perfect way, but then nothing happens. And when you reflect on it, it nothing happens simply because you weren't able to get your mental health in a place where you have no anxiety or you know, you're managing anxiety, not no anxiety, but managing anxiety or whatever mental health issues you deal with, uh, that will help you be more uh, focused. Yeah. And, and that's really that's really the point is uh, we spend a lot of time in motion uh, and not enough time in action. There's a book on my shelf behind me called Atomic Habits by James Clear. Absolutely. Anybody can uh, Google this right now. Just Google motion versus action and you'll see an article that James Clear wrote. Uh, that really changed my life. And it's what Faisal's talking about, uh, which is, hey, going and setting up Notion to Todoist and doing all of these things, that's motion. That's preparation. That's busy work that's making you feel like you're actually being productive. But the productive work you have to do is looking inward and saying, okay, well, why wasn't I successful last time? And what do I have to do different this time in order for it to actually change? Absolutely. And you know, that, that book is interesting because I think that book is what started to click for me where I remember in the book, he says chain actions together. Right. And it's like, you know, if you want to do 
uh, if you want to, I think, I think he, the example he gives is like, if you want to do 10 pushups, then pair it up with brushing your teeth because you do brush your teeth every day. And then quickly you do that, but then it falls off and you start to wonder, well, I was already brushing my teeth. Why didn't I just do some pushups? And you start to realize that you, you, your mind starts to spiral into some sort of anxiety loop or another uh, loop where that's actually the issue. It's addressing that one level, one level deeper. And once you address that, everything becomes a lot more easier to accomplish. So let's get into some things that uh, I, I know that, uh, you know, I, I have, I have a ton of questions about Google, but I'm going to reserve those because I'm sure you get plenty of those. One of the things that uh, you like to talk about is the unconventional path of yeah. growth and success. And so that, ha and that started many, many years ago from you didn't take the traditional path to get where you are. Could you kind no. of take me back and help me understand that a little better? Yeah. And, and it's funny because, uh, you know, what, what's interesting is even my, my time at Google, I was never full-time employee at Google. I have done two things at Google. I've been a Google developer expert and I've done some consulting for Google, but throughout the past 12, 13 years, I've been, I've been basically tendential to Google where I've, enjoyed both things. I haven't been a full-time employee. So, I mean, I didn't get Google pay, but I was able to, you know, work with a lot of very talented Google engineers and do consulting with them or be part of the Google developer expert program. And that's allowed me to network with a lot of very interesting people. And if you go back to my unconventional path, I mean, I was in university second year when I decided, Hey, I think it's time for me to drop out and start a business. And so I started doing that. And as time went on, I got associated with the Google Developer Network. I started doing a lot of uh, networking with a lot of very talented engineers. And so a lot of my education just came with came came from just talking to a lot of very interesting people and working with very talented people. I don't think I you know would have sat there four years in class and learned the same way as I did. Uh, just working with, you know, 10 very talented engineers and learning a lot about, you know, software, hardware, business, um, every, you know, working with entrepreneurs and just learning a lot about how to do marketing, how to do sales, all that stuff. All that just came through osmosis versus like opening up and reading a book. Yeah, you know, and that and that stands out to me quite a bit. I I did go to college. Uh, and I enjoyed that very much and uh, actually have a degree in music of all things. Oh, amazing. I see the guitar. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and <laughs> so uh, I learned a lot. And then I got out in the real world. I became a teacher of music. And that's where I realized how little I actually knew. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I knew nothing. And I learned more by being in the field than college ever would have taught me. Absolutely. Uh, and and you know what I'll say to that is this is not a ding on someone who has gone to school because I think it's what you're taking from university. There's a part of me that goes, you know, if I knew what I had to take away from university, I would have stayed in because the key thing you have to know in university is building that network and building the skills of how to learn. I think a lot of people go straight from elementary and high school, which is very much prescriptive, where it's like, here's a lesson, learn it, do the test. Whereas university ends up being, figure it out. And a lot of people get kind of stuck there where they're like, well, why isn't anyone telling me what to do? 
Um, and then they they get trapped in like, okay, well, I'm going to be very prescriptive or and like cut myself off from everyone because I got to study. And 100%, no one's saying you don't have to study because that is the most important thing, education. But a lot of people fail to then make these, build these networks because these networks are what help you in your career. It's what helps you be better. Like the people that I've met just through the startup network after I dropped out, not that they've helped me in any financial way, but they've helped me so much in just being better myself because I get to see their success and I get to look at, well, you know, these people are, you know, in this field, maybe I should look at this thing. And I get very passionate about AI or I get very passionate about some other, uh, or marketing just because I see like a mentor looking at the marketing industry. So it's very important to start building these networks and reaching out to people. And that's the key for university. I don't think the key is going there and like spending 12 hours of studying nonstop. Yeah, well said. And and so I know that a lot of the things that you have learned along the way uh, have uh, kind of disrupted the market. And I know we talk a lot about traditional industries with the with the advent of AI and the proliferation of it over the last 12 months. Uh, there are quickly, uh, it quickly made dinosaurs out of like the majority of the population. Absolutely, and so, absolutely. And so what do we do to harness that, I mean, because it's not going to stop. So what do we do to really harness that to take what we would consider as a traditional industry and modernize that into the modern times? You know, there was a company I worked for in 2016 um, called Zoom.ai. And our model was work better. And the idea of Zoom.ai was to build you like a chat GPT style assistant for the enterprise where it would like help you coordinate meetings and a bunch of other stuff. But that phrase work better has always stuck out to me, partially because I came up with it there, but um, it was it was this idea that it's not meant to replace your work. It's not telling you that you're lazy. It's helping you work better. So if there is something that, you know, I don't think there's anyone on this planet earth, or maybe there are that like to do the mundane, repetitive, you know, paper tasks, right? Filling out forms. Uh, but they do enjoy talking to people, for example. So let the AI do the automation for you. You focus on talking to people to further get more clients, for example. And so the AI is there to augment you so you can do what you're truly good at, the human tasks, and let the AI do the repetitive automation tasks that it's really good at. I don't think in the next five, 10, even 20 years, that AI is going to be this like, hey, I can't tell, like, you know, you wouldn't have, you would have no idea that I'm an AI. I, I don't think we're gonna get to that matrix level style AI anytime soon where it's hard to distinguish between humans and, uh, and robots, but we're going to get these more and more powerful AIs. If you look at Google Gemini, like that is a very powerful language model. You could do so much with it. A lot of people are just scratching the surface on what's possible with it and disrupting industries. If you, if I talk about the funeral industry that I'm in right now, um, we've built we've built out this software called Funeral OS for our funeral directors. And for the listeners, what Irene is is a quote unquote online funeral home where we don't have any physical assets, but we are a funeral home and we help your loved one get cremated. Um, 
you know, by working with industry partners. And so at a typical funeral home, it might take a funeral director about six, seven hours to do all the paperwork and all the other filing stuff that they have to. At, because of funeral OS, it takes them now 10 minutes. So we've gone from six hours to 10 minutes. What are they doing in the rest of the time? They're doing what they're really good at, which is talking to families, you know, showing compassion to families. And AI is never going to be able to do that. And so that is the strength of AI, which is augmenting humans and enabling them to do what they're really good at. Um, and yes, obviously, there's industries that are going away um, where you have industries that were built around repetitive automation. And, they, and that's just the nature of technology. Like there's only so much you can do. Uh, if you look at technology in 10, 15 years ago, or even 30 years ago, there's been industries that have completely changed because of the invention of a computer, for example. So that's just bound to happen. Yeah. And, and so tell us a little bit about what you're working on now and where people can yeah. connect and learn more about it. Yeah. So right now I'm working on Irene. So you can go to irenecremations.com. Uh, but if you want to connect with me, mainly it's my LinkedIn. Uh, you can find me on LinkedIn. Just search my name. And um, the other stuff that I'm doing uh, mainly is I'm a Google developer expert. So I give talks a lot. You might find me in your state or country if I'm there giving a talk about Google's Gemini or even sometimes uh, my old love, which is Flutter. I talk about mobile development often, but though that's how you can get in touch with me. Awesome. Excellent. Well, hey, we're going to wrap from here. Faisal Abid, thanks so much for coming and sharing and joining us and sharing your wisdom about how you get some things done. When you're on your morning commute in the gym or somewhere out in the field, snap a selfie, tag me at JT, literally show me what you do in the do zone. For those of you who want to connect directly with Faisal, you can go to irenecremations.com or you can find him on LinkedIn by looking up his name, Faisal Abid. And uh, one more time, if you need a quick injection of cash in your business so you can get some momentum now, go to factor1.io. Let's talk about building your slingshot. Know this, you are factor one for your own success. Now let's get to work. Hey, thanks for listening to the Do Zone podcast. If you're running a service-based business that's looking to grow this year, let's talk about how we can slingshot you into momentum with a quick injection of cash and sales. Our clients typically see results in as little as seven days. To learn more about what we do, you can go to factor1.io. Once again, that's factor1.io. We'll see you next time.